Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a wrap-up of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. Coming up on this edition, Democrats and Republicans trade barbs after a border bill goes down to defeat. You chose politics over addressing this crisis that's staring you in the face. A new EPA initiative targets soot in our air. In Arizona, most soot is traced to cars, trucks, and coal plant pollution. And getting to know your neighbors, even the ones with claws. I've seen and gotten to know a number of different bobcats and their habits. First in our news today, more than a dozen Republican members of Congress held a hearing in Sierra Vista titled Biden's Border Crisis. One day after Republicans in the Senate sunk a bipartisan border security package. Southern Arizona Congressman Juan Siscomani said earlier he couldn't support the bill because it fell short of prioritizing border communities. He also spoke at the hearing. CBP encounters with migrants uh, in the state's Tucson sector are already up over 140 percent in fiscal year 2024. Many people don't know that. Many people assume that the worst part of the border crisis is happening in other states. However, it is right here in this sector. This is, the, this is ground zero for this. The bill that died in the Senate included $1.4 billion for organizations providing migrant services like Tucson's Casa Elitis, which will run out of money by the end of April without more funding. The hearing didn't include any Democratic members of Congress, and only one border sheriff, a Republican, attended. Democratic Senator Mark Kelly went on the floor of the Senate and joined his colleague Kirsten Sinema in chastising the body for not passing a bill that contained border security measures and foreign aid. If you come back to my state to do TV interviews at the border... You better be ready to explain why you chose politics over addressing this crisis that's staring you in the face. Kelly pointed out the bipartisan bill that Sinema helped craft would have had real consequences. If we passed it, we'd get more Border Patrol agents, more technology to stop fentanyl, more asylum officers to quickly screen asylum claims. The bill is once again moving in the Senate, but it only contains the foreign aid provisions, not the border measures. A Republican plan to raise teacher salaries advanced Wednesday at the Arizona legislature, but Democratic lawmakers don't think it goes far enough to boost pay for all school staff. Proposition 123, a measure passed by the voters in 2016, increased the allocation of money from the state land trust to 6.9% to fund K-12 education. Republicans want to ask voters to renew the measure and earmark all the money drawn from the state land trust to raise teacher salaries. Democratic lawmakers tried to amend this resolution to increase the amount pulled from the land trust to support education to 8.9 percent, two points higher, as suggested by Governor Katie Hobbs. They want raises not just for teachers, but for other school staff, including librarians and aides. Another measure, sponsored by Senator Jake Hoffman of Queen Creek, declares that teachers with low performance classifications won't be eligible for pay raises. Both measures passed out of committee on party lines. The Environmental Protection Agency has strengthened national ambient air quality standards for soot, an air pollutant that negatively affects health. 
Katya Mendoza has more. Soot is a fine particle pollutant that is known to cause decreased lung function, heart disease, cancer, and premature death. In Arizona, most soot is traced to cars, trucks, and coal plant pollution, which contributes to ambient soot levels. Electricity plants like the Springerville or Coronado generating stations emit millions of tons of carbon dioxide each year. The EPA will assess areas nationwide that do not meet the new standards and release findings within two years. States will then have 18 months to develop compliance plans. I'm Katia Mendoza, AZPM News. Debates over the future of the Arizona Commerce Authority have revealed a split among Republicans in the state legislature. A bipartisan group of lawmakers on the Arizona House Appropriations Committee recommended keeping the state's economic development agency around for at least four years. Representative Michael Carbone of Buckeye says the ACA faced criticism from the Attorney General for using public funds to wine and dine business executives. But other Republicans on the committee voted against the continuation. Some say the agency should be revised or consolidated. The study of tree rings takes center stage at the University of Arizona College of Science lecture series next week. Tony Perkins tells us more. Throughout their lives, trees are silently recording the passage of time. University of Arizona dendrochronologist Charlotte Pearson says researching tree rings can reveal an encyclopedia of events that has happened to a tree's environment over the years. So it might be how much rainfall there was. It might be temperature. It might be the year of a really traumatic event for the tree, like a forest fire or an insect outbreak or a volcanic eruption. All of these things will leave a permanent mark in the tree ring record. A tree ring record can document events dating back thousands of years. Pearson will detail her research at next Wednesday's free lecture, in the annual College of Science series, you can find a link on our website. I'm Tony Perkins, AZPM News. Tree ring research is the subject of this week's Arizona Science, which you can hear on NPR 89.1 or download from our website as a podcast. Scientists and volunteers want to learn more about dozens of our wild Tucson neighbors, as Tony Paniagua reports, it's part of a four-year study that's scheduled to end this year. The Bobcats in Tucson Research Project is focusing on these relatively common felines west of I-10. Experts and citizen scientists are tracking the adaptable animals that share their territory with thousands of people. When I saw the research project, I just knew I had to be part of it, so I contacted them right away. Karen Dotson is one of the many volunteers who lives in the study area. I have two cameras that um, connect to my internet, so on my phone I can watch what's going outside here. And I've seen and gotten to know a number of different bobcats and their habits. Scientists say Tucson could have the highest urban bobcat population for a city this size in their extensive North American range. Tony Paniagua, AZPM News. To see photos and videos of the bobcats in the study, you can watch Arizona Illustrated this Sunday night at 6.30 on PBS 6 in Tucson. And now you're all caught up on the stories we covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess, and we'll be back tomorrow.